Welcome to X of Words, a new podcast for the new status quo, created for and by X Twitter. Every episode, a new guest picks a new question for a shotgun quick listen chat. One question, two voices, 10 minutes. Hello. Hey, welcome. You're with me. That's the worst opener to an episode I've ever done. But my name is Ashley. This is X of Words. You know what it is. It's 10 minutes of mutant fuckery, essentially. We come here. It's 10 minutes. We love mutants. We bullshit. And that's it. That's the vibe. That's the fun. So, welcome. Uh, I'm Ash. And today, we've got brand new guest. First time guest. Never been here before. Right? Absolutely. Haven't not yet. Ooh. I mean, well, I mean, this, this, this recording has been a nightmare to lock in like my laptop <laughs> failed so the poor man's he's been on x of words for about five hours but this is his first <laughs> official recording <laughs> so say hi to evan hey hey evan hi thank you so much for having me this is truly a dream come true right now i'm super excited yes same bro <laughs> <laughs> um okay so you can follow evan on the Smythe Works. That is T-H-E-S-M-Y-T-H-W-O-R-K-S, The Smythe Works. So tell us about yourself. Tell us a little bit about yourself. I am a writer. I um, write fantasy novels for the most part. Um, so, you know, I've published something that I'm sure no one has ever heard of. And I'm working on a big project now that I think, uh, you know, I'm editing it and stuff like that. So just doing the work on it and I'm, I'm excited to put it out. Yes. Yeah. Literary <laughs> things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Absolutely love to hear it. Yeah, keep us posted, man. Definitely. Definitely. I, I will for sure. Yeah. Okay. So now you've met Evan, we'll chat about what the question is. We have come together today to talk about why Moria doesn't want precogs on Krakoa. Now, Evan told me that he's got a hot take. Yeah. Quite hot. He told me, he told me that, not white hot. White hot. Ooh. White hot room take. Oh, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I could not resist. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, I mean, I hate you and I'm stealing it. <laughs> Immediately. Um, but yeah, okay, we've got a white hot room take on why Moria doesn't want precogs. Okay, let's get you caught up. Um, Krakoa, big island full of mutants. Moira, creepy shady lady who lives in the basement. Um, Straight she, up in the basement, yeah. Huh? Straight up the basement of Krakoa. She, she lives in the basement. She's always down yeah. there in that same one outfit, drinking <laughs> a cup of tea that, I mean, that some unknown party has brought her with a, a bunch of books, like real Harry Potter vibes. And we are... She doesn't want any precogs on the island, right? She set up this Correct. thing. She's the shadow. She's the shadow driving force force behind this nation. But for some reason, doesn't want people who can tell the future to be there. So now that you know me, and now you've met Evan, our lovely first time guest, and now you know the question. I'm going to smash that timer. We are going to do the damn thing now. Cool. We are clicking. We're on. We're on. Fantastic. Let's right. let's go. Take, take take me to the take. Here's my take. Okay. Follow me on this journey. Yes. Okay, so in um, Powers 6, Moira 
Logan and the librarian have the conversation about, you know, they're about to join with the, the technarch and they're gonna they're gonna go into the black hole and everything and you know it's over for mutants. The whole thing is the jig is up for them, no yes. matter what. Yes. But the librarian has a moment with Moira. The whole reason he's there is because he's technically wants to convince her. He wants her to convince him to do things a different way. Yeah. He tells her, convince me. And it sort of seems like, oh, she didn't convince him in time. And then Wolverine kills the guy anyway. So it doesn't really matter. Right? Yeah. And then kills Moira and sends her back. Here's my theory. Destiny can see Moira. And so I think she fears that all precogs can see her that same way, which I don't think is necessarily true. I think only Destiny can, because she's yeah. probably better than the rest of them. Good. And Solid I think, assumption. I think Moira is not doing for mutants what we think she's doing, because there is all her little journal entries about how Wolf or Magneto and Charles have spun off and they're doing their own thing with Krakoa. Mm-hmm. I don't think Krakoa was ever the end game. I think there's something that, I think she's proving a point with all of this. and part of me thinks so here's the cynical part the cynical part of me thinks that maybe moira gave up on trying to save mutants and she thinks destiny would sense that and you know burn her alive again or whatever yeah which would be a bummer for her i think um (laughs) (laughs) but that was like one of my top five understated sentences (laughs) <laughs> being burned alive is just would be a real bummer for her it's a real bummer yeah. i've heard it makes yeah. you late i've heard it makes you real late <laughs> your skin's all crusty you've got a lotion yeah. after that you've got yeah no there's no Do you know what i mean you miss your bus yeah. Yeah. like the whole thing <laughs> fucks up your whole day being burned alive just really fucks up your whole day basically yeah, and not to mention the looks you're getting people are giving you you're definitely getting looks if you're burned alive <laughs> okay all right cool so you think that um she's yes. shady by the way i think um hellfire gala will play directly into this in oh. some way because whatever they their announcement is that we didn't see the humans are in a big tizzy about it and something yeah. sort of tells me that we're gonna get a like a way to convince humans that becoming post-human techno techno post-human is not the way to do it but becoming post-human another way is the way for them to not become extinct or whatever so i haven't seen the whole picture it's sort of percolating okay i see see that and, and uh, yeah i agree well done yeah. I, I, I i co-sign i stamp the white hot room take there we go of that <laughs> yeah because when so when when you pitched up this question i was really interested i joined down some notes and i was like um, it, 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 it's weird. It, it was always really weird for me that this was even a condition to kick off with because so much, this whole thing is motivated th- or through and by Moira's exposures, Moira's exposures to possible futures. Her exposure to variant futures is what has landed us where we are. So you would have thought mutants who can see the future combined with Moira's, Moira's knowledge of how events played out before would have been great. Because then someone can, yeah, someone can say, oh shit, I see a big schism. And she goes, fuck, no, schisms mean me lose and we can reroute. And yeah. it's, it's so weird that she's, she wants to keep 
them in a state of blindness. The, the, the frustration, the key frustration, so I went back and I took a read, and the key frustration that she had is that she just never knew what any one of these trials were going to do. It, it, felt like, it felt like she was just trying shit in the dark. You know, she tried to kill all the Trasks, and then she married Apocalypse, and then, yeah. and I mean, how dare you, firstly? The, but like The nerve, yeah. <laughs> like, Miss... Miss, miss. <laughs> now that we've met Genesis, it's like, well, that's a downgrade. <laughs> do, you, do you know what I mean? Moira. <laughs> M- Moira. Oh, so, a, a fucking unbelievable. Un- even unthinkable. But, yeah. but yeah, no. And, and I thought that, um, I, I, I wrote down, because there's a necessary evil, which I think kind of plays loosely with what you said there because i was like if krakoa if there's meant to be a cataclysmic event that has to happen to ensure mutants long-term survival and she doesn't want anyone to see the shit that's going to happen to get them there because ultimately she knows the x-men and she knows that if you know 60 percent of krakoa has to burn to ensure mutant mutants live it far into the flung future they're going to try to prevent that yeah and yeah. also, and and t- to you, then I, I think a lot of this we had we had a lot of parallels in the way that we were looking at it. You were saying that what if she stopped trying? What if she stopped trying to save mutants? Oh, and, you're getting where I'm going. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, what if she no longer thinks? What if her her the experiences of those lives and living so long means that now she doesn't think immediately anymore? She doesn't think about any one mutant. She wants to see mutants go into the future. So whoever has to fall yeah. to get there will fall, mutant or not. She's fine with that, right. I'm like, has her, has her perspective been so stretched that she's unable to care really deeply about things like the here and now and, you know, death <laughs> and destruction and people being fucked over, which she's very happy question. to do. Yeah, well, she has already sort of displayed a ruthlessness in that she uh, had Charles and herself sire children that are entirely for the purpose of creating Omega mutants that can manipulate reality. I mean, that's the whole point of Legion and Proteus is that they just decided she's a geneticist. She's going to figure out what to do to come up with people that can tweak primal matter. That's the whole thing. Um, but to your point about following up on whether or not she's actually interested in helping mutants today or, you know, big picture, short picture, mm-hmm. all of the enemies that they're supposed to be thwarting, they have essentially either empowered or created at this up to now. So we've got the children of the vault, which mm-hmm. without sending those three into the vault, they wouldn't have been able to evolve without Darwin's, you know, you know, mutation without synthesizing that. Yeah. That's one. And then two, we can't, I feel like Mystique's the one true variable for her, but Mystique not killing Dr. Gregor and then that leading to, pro- I mean, like, I don't know that they would have gotten Nimrod as quickly mm. without that attack on the Orcus base, without, I mean, it's just so many elements that, they're pushing it. They're accelerating this timeline so fast. And now they've got two major enemies, the children of the vault and Nimrod's active. Mm. But then given that we know that Nimrod's are sort of a constant, like 
the machine versus mutant thing, uh, post sort of tech post humans are a constant. They were like, no matter what they did, they happened. She tried loads of different things to stop them happening. They happened anyway. Maybe that's the whole point. Maybe she wants to have these fights on their terms. Mm. When they're at their strongest. Exactly. When you're not, Mm. when you haven't been decimated and you're not trying to fight Nimrod with uh, knockoff remixes of Nightcrawler. (laughs) And like, no, do you know what? That's me me being shady. shady (laughs) Actually, do you know what I mean? Like, um, he was like really. I mean, he took everything that we. Poor guy. Oh, bummer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that means that buzzer means we got a minute to tie it up. So, okay. talk talk your shit. You were about to. You were about to. He just took everything we love about Nightcrawler and like watered it. I mean, it was such a bummer. He, he had no fight in him. He wasn't. Re- I mean, so disappointing. It it kind of was, and. But I mean, then obviously, all the personality that was wasn't in him was in Rasputin. Yes, who was incredible yeah, 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 yeah. in three panels. Who we'll certainly see again. Yes, and yeah. and, and this, I, I suppose, this is the thing. There is no precogs. But then I started thinking about it from like a writers' room thing, and maybe there's no precogs because they've kicked off this story where we know the future. Mm. So having loads of mutants around who can tell you the the future sort of undermines the story a bit. Yeah. So actually, from like a right intention point of view... It's brilliant to keep them out of it. Yeah, the writers probably want loads of ambiguity and, you know, when the Nimrod comes up, because of course, if you you made Nimrod, the first thing you're going to fucking do is go and sit with Blindfold and be like, okay, so what the fuck have we done? (laughs) Where do we go? And it kind of robs your story of a lot of like tension and, and, and mystery. Yeah. Um... So, it does make you wonder, though, why no one's been looking for Destiny's Diaries before now. I mean, I know Myra, Moira has them. We know she has them now. But mm-hmm. why has no one been looking for them? Because it just doesn't make that doesn't make any sense to me. And presumably Destiny would have, must have known that she'd have them. Oh, good call. Well, <laughs> that's a very good question. <laughs> well, that, that really stumped me because does she... Wouldn't she have specifically told Mystique, Moira McTaggart's coming back, find that bitch? But then, I mean, Destiny Destiny knows the future to such specificity that she, even past her own death, knew where to send you to blow her ashes back in Mystique's face. Yeah, yeah that was so I feel like, out. Yeah, I feel like if you can thread the needle like that way, yeah. all of your fucking future books... Yeah, your whole little fucking Terry Pratchett series landing into the lap of Moira down in the basement must have been something you knew was going to happen. Maybe, maybe there's like a fuck you Moira written in Krakoan in there or something. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know that recording? You know that recording? You, I saw you change my name on the schedule, you dusty ass. <laughs> this message is for Moira. <laughs> <laughs> oh i would love it that would be hilarious it would be oh one. dear okay mate so <laughs> thank you <laughs> thank you thank you for that amazing little ramble uh through possible futures um it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on with me um, thank you so much for having me this was a blast
Anytime, anytime, anytime. Um, thank you, everyone, for listening. I've been Ashley. I've been Evan, and this is X of Words. Not an accent. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs>